Heather Duplessy-Allen. Now, there's been a bit of global divergence between loose fiscal policy, right, what the government does with its money, and tight monetary policy, what the Reserve Bank and the central bankers are doing. Government spending seems to be frustrating central banks' attempt efforts to tame the inflation. At the moment, Sam Dickey from Fisher Funds is with us to explain how this impacts the investors. Hey, Sam. Are you seeing this in places other than New Zealand? Yes, I think so. It's probably um, fairly prevalent around the world, primarily because, and I'll give you a US example in a minute, primarily because the government's globally kind of whetted their appetite on massively expansionary fiscal policy in the GFC, but they really filled their boots in the COVID crisis, and they're probably just a little bit addicted. Um, you know, we, we know that expansionary, expansionary fiscal policy is populist and it buys votes, but it really does frustrate central bankers and leads to distortions in the system. What distortions are you seeing? Uh, well, so let's let's take the US for example. So to put the monetary policy tightening that you just you mentioned before in, in perspective, <clears throat> all else being equal, um, the 500 basis point rise in short-term interest rates by the Fed should drag GDP by about 2%. And add in the related and kind of overlapping fact that the Fed has shrunk its balance sheet by another 2% of GDP, and it leads you to ask how on earth is the, the US economy even growing at all? And one answer is obviously the um, expansionary fiscal, fiscal policy we talked about, but the other answer is um, the lags and the transmission of that monetary policy we've talked about. And it's kind of like sitting in a car and putting the foot down harder and harder on the gas pedal at the same time as putting the foot down harder and harder on the brake pedal. Huge amount of force built up both ways, and we definitely don't want the economy to do a burnout here. So said another way, that these big countervailing forces increase the range of outcomes of uncertainty for future economic growth. Sam, Tell you, this is the thing that fascinates me about this, right? If this is not always the way that it was, which obviously isn't the case, and if it is getting worse at the moment and it's not just happening in New Zealand, it's happening around the world, and it's frustrating the central bankers' attempts to get inflation under control, why do they not call it out? Well, they they kind of do to an extent, right? But I guess in New Zealand, um, you know, when you, when you sort of call out the, the government or the Department of Treasury, often they, they may be your your boss, the Minister of Finance, but um, it is, it is a, to be clear, it's, uh, since time um, began, it's, it's one of those tensions that's been there. It just it seems to be that both sides are much larger in size now. I mean, the, the, the moves in the economy ever since you know, COVID, but probably starting back in the GFC, have, have been big swings and big swings in policy. And then when you've got two very big countervailing forces acting against each other, it does lead to unintended consequences and um, uncertain outcomes. Can't end well, can I, it, Sam? What's that? Sorry. Well, <laughs> I I do think that that this that particular reason that that increase in the range of outcomes or the increase in uncertainty mm. is probably why this time around it seems like we've we've had more false dawns than normal with the market declaring victory on inflation. Um, yeah. Only to, only to be disappointed several times already. So let's hope it doesn't seem now that central banks generally, you know, the RBA. Uh, to a lesser extent, because they may have maybe declared victory a little bit too early, but the Fed and now the RBNZ do seem to be sort of declaring victory implicitly. So let's just hope that this is not another false dawn. Yeah, so what do you do if you're an investor? I mean, you know, it, it feels like you can't listen to the people that you were relying on beforehand. Well, I mean, my, my personal view as an investor is you just invest in a kind of a handful of high-quality companies that are not really that impacted, uh, have very long growth runways, wide economic moats around their businesses and not really that impacted by the gyrations of politicians and central banks. 
Sam, good to talk to you as always. Thank you. We'll talk to you again next week. That's Sam Dickey of Fisher Funds. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.